Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Design Recharge. I'm your host, Diane Gibbs, and today is a rapid recharge. And one of the things is something that I'm leaning into and I'm growing. So my friend, Brian, not Brian White. Brian White also has the short, a little bit short disease. He's taller than me, not throwing you under the bus, Brian, but you knew you weren't super tall, right? But I have another friend, Brian, who's really tall. And he, when he was in sixth grade or something, he was having growing pains, clearly Nothing I ever had because I'm like 5'1". And that, I mean, I was always the shortest kid. He said he would pray because for a long time he was the shortest kid. And he was just like, oh God, let me grow, let me grow, let me grow. And then it was like God heard his prayer and then he just wanted it to stop because it was hurting. His body was hurting. So it wasn't something that I experienced, but maybe some of y'all did. But for me... It wasn't something that I physically experienced, but I've definitely experienced those growing pains as I've changed in my business. Man, it hurts a lot. Like when I rode a bike, it wasn't like I just got on and flew down the street. Like I had a ton of um, skinning up. I have a huge scar over here from in Colorado when way long I knew how to ride a bike, but I still flipped off the handlebars plenty when I was mountain biking. And so there are pain points and there is sometimes where it's so bad of a pain that you turn away. And I think sometimes we're, that's just where it's not a good fit. Right. Or, but sometimes I think, you know, in your gut that you're supposed to keep going, even though it's difficult. And that's where, of course I bring the beaver in. And I heard something about a sparrow. Sparrows are really ingenious this way. And they really are territorial not like the beaver. The beaver is not territorial. That's why we're more like a beaver. Designers are more like beavers, I think. You have to um, understand to trust that gut. So do you guys ever have a hard time trusting the gut? Because maybe you think it's led you in the wrong way at some point in your life, or is it that you just haven't listened to it enough? So I'm at a point where I feel like it's like a, a, as a skateboard, like if you're going into a swimming pool or something, right? Like a empty swimming pool. If you're going into the empty swimming pool, you are leaning on that back foot and that back foot is similar like it is in snowboarding. It's your rudder. You can't put your weight on your back foot and go. You actually have to put your weight on your front foot and the back foot is like a rudder. I think skateboarding is the same. So I'm at a point in where I am. Maybe you're at this point in your life. And I always think of design rechargers definitely about hope, right? It's about when I bring somebody on, it's because I think that they have this hope story and we just need to get, I want somebody else to hear that because I think somebody else needs to see that they're in that exact same place. And if Jody can get through it or Jeremy or Andre can get through it, then they can get through it too. And to me, that was what the internet was like for me. It was like, well, if so-and-so can do it, then, then I can do it. If Dave can do it, I can do it. Right? So we just sometimes need an example. And maybe sometimes we need an example more than what we want to admit. Um, now it's so easy, YouTube or Skillshare or lynda.com or, or LinkedIn Learning or whatever it's called, but there's all kinds and then there's all kinds of other groups that you can belong to or that you can pay for that also help you grow, which I've paid for a lot of courses. I've done a lot of courses. Um, I think continually learning is really, really important, especially in our industry. Our industry, you can't just be like, yeah, I'm going to just do this 
I mean, things change. You have to be able to be flexible. So thinking about that skateboard about to go into the pool, it's maybe nervous because you see that it's a deep, um, you're going to jump and you're going to fall, you know, not fall, fall, but your, your skateboard is going to go down first. It's not like this ease thing. So you have to kind of make a jump. You know, you have to make a commitment. You can't mid fall decide, no, I don't want to do this anymore. And so that's where I think a lot of us are. And we, in that middle part, we start tweaking things or, and maybe it doesn't even matter. Like we just need to commit and be on that, that commit to that going down. And it's like on a, a run for snowboarding, going, committing to going down the hill, you just have to commit to curving, right? And you just are committing to going in and out, or you can just commit to going down straight, which hmm, ah, may be a little scary. But where are you in your thing? I've been thinking I, as I mow, I just kind of, I'm listening to books and sometimes I hear certain words, this really pop out to me. And last week when I was mowing, it was the words sacrifice and the words excuse. And so my friend Claire, who is in my, uh, she's in the future pro group with me, but she's also like an accountability partner for me. She's terrific. Like I'm so thankful that she's my accountability. She says, we talk a lot about attitude and it's about staying focused on um, moving forward. So, you know, when you're mountain biking, I don't know, I don't know how active you people are. But when you're mountain biking, if you look at the rock, then you're going to ride to the rock. If you look, you know, around the rock, like that's where your path is. It's where you look is where you will go, especially on a bike. You're going fast. Same way with snowboarding or I guess skateboarding, wherever you look. So if you are focusing on those obstacles, then you will hit every obstacle. So I think a lot of it's about attitude, and I hope that you guys get a good vibe from me and that I'm a cheerleader for you, for sure. Oh, so Carly says she just finished a huge project that completely gut-fueled. I took three years of failing and struggling, and I published my first book. Yay! And all the suffering was worth it. And, man, I didn't even really help you, Carly, but it was it's a great book. I can't wait. You should put the link in the chat and then... I'm happy to share it because it's all these these amazing things and these super funny stories. And anyway, you should, that's awesome. Well, I'm glad I helped you. Okay, so, but please put it in the chat so we can all buy the book, or at least I can buy the book. So I think attitude is really important. And my friend Claire, she said, oh, well, we're all sharks. It's either you're one of the three. And I want you to write in the chat right now what you think you are. And if you're listening, I want you to write if you think you're a shark. I'm going to tell you what these are, though, so don't write it right this second. A shark, a tuna, or a dolphin. And for me, I, I aspire to be a dolphin, and here's why. Now, I am not. Like, my husband would not say I was a dolphin, probably, um, because I'm too, like, let's do it this way. Let's do it. You know, very anal. I'm very type A. Did I ever tell you all my joke that he gave me? He took a shower one day, and he was like, hey, Diana, got a joke. Um, what's the best blood type for, um, a designer? And I was like, I don't know. He's like type A. And he's like, what's the worst blood type for a designer? And I was like, I don't know. He's like type O. Get it? 
Anyway, and it's quiet. Nobody laughs. This is when I'm doing this alone. Huh, I think it's such a funny joke. Anyway, <laughs> crickets. Yes, Derek, I hear, I hear the crickets. Sharks are people who are always negative and they are the bullies and they're taking people down. I don't want to be around any sharks, to be honest. I am not a bully. I love movies about the underdog and I want to see the underdog win and and those are the ones that I really relate to. And I think that's probably a good way for you to think if you're like, who, what am I? So then there's the tuna. Or well, let's talk about the dolphin. The dolphin is like, oh, Sally Sunshine or Sammy Sunshine. You know, they're always playing and having a good time. And they look at the bright side. And they, even if it's a really bad situation, like, oh my goodness, I'm surrounded by all these sharks. Instead of like thinking these people are going to eat me, like anxiety Allie, oh man, with the alliterations today, they are like, oh my goodness, more people to play with. And so I think about that's the, what I aspire to be like. I really want to be that kind of dolphin and I want to be bringing people around and like, oh, more people to help or encourage or just to see the fun of life in. And then there's the tuna. Anybody? get an idea of who the tuna is? The tuna are the people that complain all the time about their situation. Tuna are complaining about the shark. They're maybe complaining that their life is not like the dolphin or they can't be as, this is me sometimes, that I can't do like have all the fun. I, somebody's got to work. But if you are in a group, I think about this when you're looking for clients or you're looking for work. This is where that social media side, but I'm telling you, the more you do it, the more you dolphinize your inside mind, the, the more of a dolphin you will become. Because if in a group, you are the negative Nancy, you are that tuna, always complaining, or it's, it's uh, excuse after excuse, or, you know, there's just, I can't do this, or you're complaining about either where, where you live or, or the city or where you work or your spouse or your friends or your parents or whatever it is, right? You are the complainer. And that's never anything anybody wants to align with. Nobody's like, you know what? I want to be friends with the tuna. They don't. They want to eat the tuna, right? We like tuna. We like tuna raw. We like tuna in a can. Um, but we do not um, want to really be like, hey, you know what? I know somebody good. It's that tuna. If you're complaining about them and you work with them all the time or you live with them and that was your choice, maybe not if you're a kid and you're living with your parents, but it's your choice if you're married or friends or working to some extent it's your choice then why why don't you make the choice to either start seeing the good in the situation if you can't change the situation and just focus on the positives i promise if you did this for 30 days 60 days 90 days your life would change and this is one small thing so something that you complain about on a regular basis I would like for you to not complain about it's kind of like lint. Can you give it up? I mean, you know, lint like not like the stuff in the dryer, but lint like with Jesus, right? Um, we just got through with lint, but some of you might not know about lint. Anyway, so it's this time that you give up something and it's it, I think it's 40 days. I'm really terrible with that. But if you give up 
complaining about this one thing, just this one thing. You can complain about other things, right? You could still be a tuna if you really, really love it and you really connect to it. But this one thing I want you to stop complaining about. I want you to see the gold in that, or I want you to make a choice to not have that in your life anymore. So either you change your job, whatever that sacrifice might be, because that's a big sacrifice a lot of times, or change your spouse, which maybe is a little bit harder. Maybe you should just think about maybe looking at their spouse in a new way, but it could be, it could be time to get out, right? Whatever. I'm not making any judgment calls for anybody in any of those situations. I just think sometimes there are, uh, it's time to make a change and there is a sacrifice no matter what you do, whether you stay or whether you, you go, whether it's a relationship, a friendship, right? Um, whether it's a work. So who, who are you going to be? And I just think I've gotten so much more, um, I, I attract way more bees with honey than I do with vinegar. And that's what I feel about that, the tuna. I'm definitely not a bully. Lord, I hope not. It's practice gratitude. So Naomi says that, and uh, I love that. <laughs> Debbie says she's a tuna more often than she'd like to be. So I'll definitely take on the Lent challenge. Man, Debbie's taking all the challenges this month. But what if for 30 days, it's just that one thing, that one thing that came to your mind, maybe it's that, rough relationship or um, a situation that you can't change that now you can't complain about it. And all you can do is say something positive about it. So being that grateful, grateful for this, whatever. So one of the things that really um, sparked some of these things is I was listening to that book, uh, You're a Badass at Making Money. I have it on the floor. Look, here it is. This is just the thing that comes with Amazon. But, you know, I, I, uh, I read it online at 1.25 because I think she talks a little slow. Or maybe it's just that I talk fast. I don't know. But um, I haven't gone through it. But there were so many things in here that I can't wait to, like, when I'm mowing, I can't, like, really stop the mower and talk and, you know, do whatever. But there are lots of things in here that give you, that are, like, prompts, you know, um, that you're supposed to answer. And at the end of every chapter, she ends up saying the same thing. She asks one question. It says, I am grateful to money because. And at the end of every chapter, it changed. Like it really adjusted how I was thinking. And it's about your relationship with money. So I actually had a very bad relationship with money. And I've had a bad relationship with money for a long time. I don't know if some of you guys are with me on this or not, but Jen Sincero, people misunderstand it. People misunderstand the relationship with money. I've talked about this before and I have an example today. There's a difference between lack thinking and scarcity. So scarcity is a mindset. Lack, lack thinking is a mindset as well. But scarcity is like, oh my gosh, I got to take whatever work I can because I'm just, I got to eat. You know, I'm going to be eating ramen, right? That is a kind of, I'll take anything. So I'm not talking about that. That That's a, it's a different mindset that um, I, and I think a lot of us have a full-time job, right? Or we have just transitioned. So we have a little bit of a runway or maybe you have roommates, you're sacrificing time um, alone and living with other people. So that's your big sacrifice. Because again, think about last week, last week, the word I know I didn't share this with you. I shared it with some people, but it was sacrifice and 
um, excuses were the two words that I just kind of, when I was mowing and I was reading this, I was like, okay, well, there's something. I have to sacrifice something. And she's saying that there's enough money to go around. Just like, I think there's enough clients to go around. We can work together or we don't have to work together or we can, um, but there's enough work for all of us in the, there's enough money to go around. We just have to harness it and we have to think about it in a different way. And she really goes into it way better than this is not what this episode's about. So the episode's really about leaning into uncomfort. And for me, just starting a relationship with money and having that, it's, it, she actually says to write a relation, like write a letter to money. And I'm like, oh my goodness, this is brilliant. Like my letter to money would be like, oh my gosh, you come in as quick as you go out and you, um, I want to use you. I want to go do something fun, but I'm afraid to do something fun. I'm afraid to make that commitment because I feel like there won't be something else that comes out um, at the end, you know, like it, then I'll be struggling because I took a week off. I struggled. And so my friend Jody, man, she called me out the other week. So I was like, Oh, I love what I do. I work seven days a week. And <laughs> Carlos says, dear cash, wish you were here. Yeah. Um, so, but I think, we are like that. And I think to some extent, I'm similar to many of you in, oh, Sincero is honest in Portuguese. Ah, oh, that's really, she's Italian. Her dad's Italian. Anyway, I know. <laughs> Dear money, are we still friends? So did we write down if we were sharks, tunas, or dolphins? Some people I think did, and they said they were maybe a little bit more tuna. I think, I think you kind of have like a home person, like a home person. You have a with other people and then you have with strangers people. So maybe you're more of a more aggressive out with in public or, or you're not as friendly or whatever. Maybe you're a shark out in public, but maybe at home I'm could be more of a tuna. And so I'm really trying to adjust how I am at home to be how I want to be in every other part. Cause I feel like I'm a dolphin at work most of the time. I mean, I'm not saying I never complain people like I'm human. But I know what I'm going to not complain about for a month, right? We can do this together. So it's about choosing again. We're going to lean in. We're going to put our, our weight on that front foot and we're going to go down. One, one thing I wanted to remind you, when you're going down a hill, there is a bottom. There's a bottom to the hill. And so why, why do we avoid the, the, the valley? The valley is where all the food is. That's where the water is. That's where, but we all want to climb to the top and it's just to, for us to see, but we know we can't live at the top, right? Somebody else has to get to the top. You have to help somebody else or there's not enough air at the top. You know, if you're talking about like uh, Mount Everest or Mount, whatever the highest one in that Everest well, probably not Everest, but the one people climb is Everest. But like I, living in Colorado, you know, you got tree line was 12,000 feet. Trees couldn't survive over 12,000 feet. So why do we think we want to survive up there? We don't. We want to come back down to the valley. So why do we avoid these ebbs and flows, ebbs and flows? Why? It's just natural. That's how a mountain is so that you can enjoy the peak and enjoy the view, but you can't stay there. It's not sustaining. Freestanding Kilimanjaro. Thank you, Fred. Not freestanding is Everest. Good to know. I love these fun facts. So it's 
it's leaning in and going and knowing that there will be a valley. So you're starting out, you are leaving your job or you're leaving your comfort of maybe you have this one, you've been doing blank and now you're going to do blank, right? You've been doing um, print and now you're going to do UX, UI. There, you have to go down, right? There has to be some sort of sacrifice. You're going to go down. It's really fun at first, but then you're going to hit the valley. And then you have to push back up the other side. And the pushback up is what we don't want. We're like, and a lot of people give up. They're like, ah, I'm not skateboarding anymore. Or they fall. They completely have a fall because they got nervous and scared and they didn't just stay on their, in, stay looking on the path, I think. And I don't think this has to be like a 10-year a path, right? I think it's good to have an idea of where you want to go and how you want to get there. But I think sometimes you could just have a week's notice, right? Or, or hey, I have a year. I have a goal for a year. And here's what I want to do. Andre says, skateboarding is a nice activity to learn to get up and review what you did wrong and try again. I love that. So some of it, okay, so going back to lack. So scarcity, we understand. And I gave this example. I've, if you've talked to me in the last couple of weeks, I'm really sorry because I'm going to give you the same example. But here's where I'm explaining lack. So lack is not that good things won't happen, you know, it's just that you're, you, me, they just, the great things don't happen to me, you know, but good things happen, good things happen, yeah, you know. So for my birthday, which was on a Thursday this year, I did a Facebook, whatever, giving, hey, people, why don't you give to this cause? I said, okay, and this is how this is lack thinking. This is an example of lack thinking. This is what I do. Well, I don't want to put anybody out. I just want, you know, even a dollar would help. There's a book, Blue, Half the Sky. Um, and they talk about Kiva micro lending in that one. I said, okay, well, I'm going to set the goal for 250 Now, Facebook gives you a dollar. Thank you, Facebook. And I gave $50. And then I had a friend who on Monday gave $200. One person. I was like, man, we met that goal too quick. So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and do it to 500. So I moved it to 500. By Thursday morning at 10 a.m., I'd already met 500. It's supposed to go for a week or 10 days is what the goal is for you to do. Well, I didn't start early enough. So then I was like, well, I'm going to increase it to 750. This is lack thinking. You understand what happened. I kept thinking, oh, okay, well, I don't want to put anybody out. Um, I don't want to have a big goal and fail. I didn't want to have a big goal and fail. I wanted to have lots of wins, but I was sacrificing the joy of what I could have done had I just had a big goal. Had I just gone all out, what would it have been? What would it have cost? It could cost me nothing right? It would have cost me nothing. So it's, it's all internal struggle here for me and it's lack thinking. So instead of saying, you know what? I believe that God's going to provide and I'm going to get $5,000. I'm going to say my goal is $5,000. You know, maybe I could have helped a whole lot more people. And I think about this. Um, so it's stealing joy and man, I deal with this. I struggle with this and my sister's calling me. Not going to answer it, but always swing for the fences. But Carlos, I'm not good at swinging for the fences. I'm really good at swinging for the fences for other people because I can see it. I can see that they are just sitting on a gold mine. But I think we need other people around us to rem remind us 
that sometimes we are sitting on the gold mine and we have to just be continuous, I think, encouraging each other about these things. And when you see somebody who has something, you got to really encourage them. Because, and you can't just be one time. I think you just have to keep doing it. Will, for so long, told me, hey, Diane, do Patreon. Do Patreon. I want to support you. Do Patreon. And I was like, well, I don't really want to put anybody out. She said, sorry, I totally forgot. It was design recharge. So Carla says, you have to remember that you do your part and let others do theirs. God will make it happen if it's time. Absolutely. I totally agree. But there again, it's I'm holding on. I'm holding on instead of letting God or whatever you believe is um, in control. For me, I do. I think that I hold on too tightly. But why don't I dream big? Like I read that book by Elizabeth Gilbert. 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 What am I saying? V's and B's. Big magic. Yay. Thank you, Carly. <laughs> All right. So lack. I don't want to be a lack thinker anymore. I, I believe that God will provide I believe that it will happen. Like I, so sometimes, I think I was talking to Dave about this the other day. Maybe, maybe it wasn't you, Dave. So really, if you think about it, right now we are all transitioning, right? Some of us are transitioning from like Brian White. He's done all the design work and now he's able to farm more stuff out. So that's a transition. And then some of us are transitioning from full-time to doing having more of a side gig that's more lucrative. And then some of us, so we're transitioning from whatever it is. We're all, I think we're always growing. We're always transitioning. So transitioning from this, the, I'm on the skateboard on the side of the pool, right? Transitioning from here to moving and then from moving to the slow to the, then from the coasting, right? To going uphill. So you're having to put effort and energy in. And then you go back up and then you go down and there's always these transitions. You can't just stay still. So when we do stay still, what happens? What happens when we stay still? I want to show you this. All right. So this may not look super yellow to you. This is my post-its. These look almost white to me because they sit in the window and they never get, they, they're just bleached because they never move from day to day. Now the sun moves, right? But they're getting the same amount. And I don't, clearly use enough of these posts. This one's not really big. This used to be pink. It is way not pink, but look at this one. So they're in the window. Man, it's really bleached. Look at the back of it, right? It's business practices, not bus practices, just so you know. But look at how it bleached it is. Now it is in the window. They were together I guess like this and one, this one was more out. So this one's getting bleached too. It used to be completely pink, right? But this was against that, the windowsill. So it has a hard line. Do you see that? Hard line. The back was against this soft thing, right? So there's even an analogy in that, I think. When you're up against something else that's soft, that's not moving, somebody else maybe, right? Somebody else that's not moving. Can't be anything um, organic. So a tree is going to move. A tree's organic, right? So you're going to get a soft line. But when you're up against, sorry about the focusing, when you're up against something that doesn't move, if you are aligning yourself, you are immovable and you're aligning yourself with something, you're going to get a hard burn. It looks like it came that way. 
but it didn't. It was completely pink. And they just sit in my window. What happens in stagnant water? There's no life, right? It's just moldy, yucky. And who comes? The mosquitoes, right? The sharks of the air. So we don't want to be that. We want to have, you have to have life and there is transition. So instead of us fighting it, we need to just lean in. So when that gut thing is telling you, whoa, oh my goodness, right? Just lean in, lean into it. So there've been things that I've talked to Dave and I've talked to Amy and I've talked to Doc and Dustin, bunch of people recently about just this lean. You got to just go, go for it. Now, if you need to do it in baby steps, go totally do baby steps, but you have to make progress because I think, and I'm doing the same thing and I'll tell you what it is because we got 18 minutes. Look at that math. Did you see how good I did that math? Oh, because it was a kind of easy number. I hope that's right. Okay, so really, we're transitioning. We're always transitioning. There's no meaningful growth without struggle, Paige says. Absolutely. But here's, here's one thing, Fred, and this is so uncomfortable Ugh. for me. to. So here's, and Dustin would get on me about this probably. And I know Chris Doe would get on me. I have a hard time asking people, asking my friends, because I feel like y'all are my friends, even though maybe you don't think I'm your friend, but I feel like you're my friend. So not that I'm asking you for money. I'm not, but I'm, I have a hard time. And I think we all do to be honest, because this is our field. We have a hard time asking. Um, so if I'm doing a logo and it's for a friend, I have a hard time asking them for that. Oh, well, I'll just do it at a reduced rate. But most of my friends that I work for, clients, they become friends. I don't have a hard time asking them for money, right? So I started this group. There's two things. There's two challenges. Well, three now because we're doing the Lent challenge The um, about we're taking off from talking, being a tuna, no more tuna. We're not going to complain about this one thing for 30 days. Starting today, which is the 22nd of May. So we will go to the 21st of June. Okay. All this talked, tuna <laughs> talk. It's dinner time. Sorry about that, Andre. So the first challenge is um, I have Patreon, right? And so patron, the patrons um, are doing a challenge and I'm doing the challenge with them. And I did drink beverages, bavarges. Anyway, that's how I remember how to spell it. So I did all these. Look, they're not all great, but they all have legs. That's my continuous. And I really like limited color palettes. Okay. So this one got the top of this. I cut out of this one. So they're not all. This was the one I was going to use for today, but now I'm not. But I love those boot kicking. Kicking, boot kicking. But it's too too many colors, I think. And then, so I have some other just collage material. This is, this is kind of like a collage on its own, but all I did was cut it. So it's not good enough. But then I pulled out old pieces of like stuff and I have some just plain white paper. I of course have my envelopes out. Now you don't have to do collage, but I want to get better at collage. So I challenged myself to do limited color palette always have legs in them, the end, and it has to be collage. So I'm probably, limit, I, you know, I love the inside of envelopes. So my mom gives me all these. Isn't that a cool one? Like, look at that. Like, Debbie, doesn't that look good? thing right now is I've made messes, and I've done too much, overdone, overdone. To me, this is one challenge. So 
that's that's one of the ways. If you want to find out more, you can go to patreon.com slash Diane Gibbs, D-I-A-N-E-G-I-B-B-S. You can see about it. You can also just see what we're doing. So Debbie's doing it. If you go right now to Instagram and look up design recharge B-E-V-S, Bevs, that's what we're doing. Um, and it didn't have to start this week. So I know Patricia, she's going to start next week and Will's going to start next week. Maybe Brian will do it. Who knows? That's what we're doing. So it's just a few of us. If you want to do it too, absolutely. If you want the project sheet, it's on Patreon. The other thing I'm doing that makes me even more uncomfortable, but I actually feel like this is where God's calling me to, to work and it's so much fun is to just help people, um, see things, bigger pictures. So they're telling me a struggle. And so I've started a group and it's called the power station. It's called the pro power station, but it's really the power station. I've thought about this a lot of why. So if you want to check this out, um, this is what it is. So it's, it's kind of like a mastermind group, but it's really focused. It's going to be application only. So you're going to have to apply. You're going to answer like three questions and it's really about where you are. If you're really ready to make some of these changes, we don't want people who aren't going to be honest. I don't, if you're not going to be able to be honest about where you are, then I, I don't want you to be part of the group, but we meet on Thursdays at 7 p.m. Eastern time and 4 p.m. Pacific time. And the reason was I, I did that. So it's $100 a month and I'm asking people to do for three months at a time or 12 months. Now there's a discount if you do the 12 months at a time obviously. It's really hard for me to ask for this, but I've been talking about it a lot, so maybe it's okay. So, and you guys, this is always going to be free. I'm always going to share this stuff. So what it is, is right now there's a beta group and I'm going to open it up on June 24th. And that gives us about two months in our beta group so I can make adjustments. Um, and it's about, you know, everybody doesn't necessarily get to present or get to do something, but we, there is accountability within that group so that you can get to know people, but there's also a commitment of at least three months. If you did the math, it's like $25 in a month with four Thursdays. It's like $25 a session. So it's like two salads at Panera if you're in America. I don't know how much salads are somewhere else. It's like one meal, or if you drink a lot of coffee, it's a lot. Now, if you just drink water, it's a whole bunch of these. Ten of these a, a week, I guess, is what it costs because it's 25. Oh, that's terrible. 10. I don't know. 200 of these. There's where my math skills coming in. Anyway, I'm going to do a launch price if you're interested. So for the first, whether you sign up for a year, you sign up for three months, that'll be a deeper discount. I think it's going to be like 25% off. And what's happened is I've been able to meet with people and really get to some core things. And so then months that have five Thursdays, it's like $20. That's even better, right? But to be honest, it's a time where you get with other people. It's a private, secret Facebook group as well. So these are vetted. These aren't just um, anybody's rolling in if you've got that money. Um, I am, it is application so that I'm making sure that everybody's serious about growing. And these are, I think about this as somebody who's transitioning from something to something else. That's what I feel like I am. I am I am a transition person. I'm the full-time job with the side hustle, right? And so I would love for my side hustle to be able to take um, and do more. I think I could maybe reach more people, but I still think it's really important that I'm a teacher and that I, I spend time at that level teaching design and seeing, keeping my um, 
hand on it. I also think it's important that I keep client work. So, but then I can just be more choosy about those things that I'm, I'm doing. I had to make it affordable, but I also had to make it so that it was serious because a hundred dollars a month is something that's serious. That's way more than like cable bill or um, maybe it's like a cell phone bill. Not mine. Cause I use straight talk people. It's $50 flat, full, everything unlimited. Why aren't people using this? And Andre, we're going to talk about that, that word right there, freelance illustrator, but would love to have more stable ways of income. So we're totally going to talk about that. And we talk about other things, other avenues. And those are some of the things that I've been able to help. I think it's just because I've talked to so many people, I'm able to kind of give some insight. Maybe um, I'm just uh, riding the train guy gave me. And I'm very thankful that I can kind of, I have a hard time seeing it for me and it's really difficult. And Chris has really um, encouraged me. I've gotten a lot of encouragement from a lot of y'all. And so I really appreciate it, but it is really difficult. My mom, she's not here, so I can say this. She was like, Diane, people are going to pay for that. It's not age related. It's not age. So somebody in there is 23, somebody in there is in their fifties. So people are doing more art. Um, and some people are doing, uh, more passive income things or something. So it, but most people have multiple streams or they're getting to multiple streams of income. And I think that, you know, if, if all you do is, is, um, say, uh, like Jeremy, Jeremy Slagle, he'll be on in two weeks. He was the part three of this because I was thinking about the part three would have been like meditate and kind of, um, really I think of it like marinate. I really don't like meditating. Meditating is very uncomfortable for me. But again, hey, leaning into the uncomfort because sometimes we need to sit with some of these things that we're thinking about. So I've sat on this for years. So I'm really excited to kind of offer it. And I've um, God has just been really blessing me with that I've been helping people and I didn't even really think I helped Carly at all. So I'm really glad. And I didn't make her type that. I didn't give her any money to say that. Um, but I, so that makes me feel even better. But I think that we just have to find what we were called to do and we have to go for it. And you may not have a clear inkling of what that is. I didn't, I think until a few years ago, but I didn't dream big and I had an idea I had something I wanted to launch. I launched it once, one email, and then I shut the door because nobody signed up. And I think that that is really, um, it's so sad to me that I just gave up so easy. So I'm not giving up that this easy, but it is very uncomfortable for me to ask. It was uncomfortable for me to do a Patreon. I didn't die. I'm still alive. I hope it's worth it. Um, I think the challenge, this challenge we're doing is really fun. It's worth it to me. And I don't want to spread myself too thin. So I'm trying to really focus on the things that I can do that are similar and really get better at those things. So I'm trying to read more, marinate more. So I, I don't ever listen to music really. I just think you have to find what you're doing and, and you have to have some quiet time. How much quiet time do you have? Or are you just in your head being the tuna? Because sometimes I think we are our worst enemy. We bully ourselves like no one else. Quiet time is really important. And I just think we don't do it enough. So maybe that's another challenge. Maybe that'll be the challenge for July, quiet time. Turn off social media. You'll get lots of quiet time. 
Absolutely. Clearly, I need to turn off my texting from my sister. So I'm going to tell you, so what I'm reading now is, um, so I can get my little plugs in. Here we go. You can find these full show notes at rechargingyou.com slash 298. Okay. You can also follow me at Design Recharge, or you can email me things I've never thought I'd hear Diane say for $500. <laughs> Yeah, you man, you know what I learned by just sharing that thing, the hue? It's H-U. You guys should listen to it. It's a really neat song, and they're using all these old, like, traditional instruments. Anyway, I just really like it. Um, it, it people have come out of the word work and be like, oh, try this, listen to this, listen. And I'm not saying I like it all, but I have liked a good bit. I don't really like the full screaming, like, not that kind of metal, but... It is really amazing that, uh, you know, we so, we're so afraid to niche down. Like, those people are making, a, I guess, a living. And it's a lot of people in these bands, you know? And they're making a Talk about niche, right? These, anyway, a total movie soundtracks. Absolutely, totally. It sounds like it's from um, the show The Vikings. It, I don't know if you guys watch that or have watched that. It's kind of growed a little bit if you aren't good with violence. You can support the channel at patreon.com. So I'm reading Jordan Peterson's 12 Rules for Life. Have y'all ever heard of that book? I'll show you what it looks like. He's some Canadian. I'm trying to pull it up on Audible because that's where I want you to get it. You can get a free one, audibletrial.com slash design recharge. I'll put it up at the end. But I've been reading this book I started it a couple days ago. I am also listening to it at 1.25 because it's like 16 hours. But he's a professor of psychology, I think. And I love books like that. So I just finished Rework. I've read like three books in three weeks. No, in two weeks. I have a lot. So 12 Rules for Life. Okay, so that's what it looks like. Well, on Audible. So 15 hours. And so that's like $15. 15 hours for $15 pretty good anyway it's free for you if you want to sign up i'm reading that book and i've been a member since 2010 if not before then but i love audible I don't so i've been building and i will be building my site but it will be up and these pages will be there so this page if you want to learn more about the design recharge pro power station i haven't totally finished all the three questions or four questions that i'm going to be asking but it is there and it's rechargingyou.com slash power station. And pretty much it's just a group of people. We're getting together once a week and we're holding each other accountable and we're talking about things that are pain points in our business and goals. And we have weekly goals and we're trying to make realistic weekly goals. So anyway, I just wanted to tell you what was going on and I hope that you're still here next week and want to hear part two where I, I have more to talk about in regards to this. So we talked about mindset, right? Changing it, adjusting it. We talked about lack versus scarcity. Anybody else in here a lack thinker? Um, we talked about the shark, the dolphin, and the tuna. I need to just work on it. Some people aren't, and I'm so glad. So one of the things that she uses in this book, she says, and I'll let y'all go on this. I am grateful to money because, right? Like at the end of everything, I believe that God provides my money. So I think that I don't know why I'm angry at it. I think this is what I was going to tell you. I think, you know, when um, 
the Israelites were in the desert, right? And they, God provided them with manna every day. And he said, only eat what you need. And then on, I guess, Friday, they would they could collect more. So what I think is that God has all this stuff around so many of us. That's just, we're just sitting on these, I think, um, treasure chests. And maybe it's some, it's just textures in your computer or it's, um, for me, it's, maybe it's about insights or personalities or my curiosity or your curiosity or your love for other people, right? Or your situation and that you're willing to be vulnerable and share that situation with somebody else. And then maybe you're going to mentor and coach them through. They were to eat manna every morning and collect on Friday for Friday and Saturday. The Sabbath started hoarding manna, thinking of it, thinking that they they started thinking the manna was going to run out, that God wouldn't provide. And so I think of us like that. We are just hoarding these skills or these talent and maybe we're just not using them. And so somebody just sometimes needs to look around and be like, you know, this is all this manna, all this food right here for you. This, this white stuff that you're walking on, it's food. And so for me, I think about that's maybe the way I've not looked at money correctly. And, um, that maybe we are sitting on like Bathman, she is a wicked good illustrator. And she probably has so many illustrations on her computer that she could sell on creative market or she could sell to, or she could license to car companies. You know, I don't know. I know people do that. And I totally think she, she could do that. And so she's to me sitting around this just piles of manna and I'm not, trying to throw you under the breast. I just love you. So I'm sharing. Thank you guys for spending an an hour and a little bit with me. Look how close to an hour we got. Sweet. And with some of those cuts, I can get it out. I can get it down. Always be the beaver. Don't be the sparrow. Sparrows don't let other people in. They're real territorial. We don't have to be like that. We can be the beaver. They're really loving. And man, they're focused. All right, we've just gone off the rails. I think I probably cut it off. But don't forget, um, I love to make websites with the Divi. Oh, yeah, and Elementor. If you don't know about Elementor, I'm just going to plop this in here. This thing has, these are all affiliate links, right? I get a piece of the pie if you buy it from there. But man, this thing has changed the way. I know people use Webflow, whatever, whatever you like to do, but I like Elementor. Man, I've been able to make some cool sites pretty quick. So we'll see how quick I can make this, remake this site. Hey, I just appreciate you guys giving me so much of your time. Sometimes I think maybe y'all like walked away and went to the bathroom or to lunch or something. And then <laughs> if you're not in the chat, I know that seems funny, but that's like the conversation I have in my head. I do have a Divi code. You want it? The Divi code is, I love Divi. So it, um, if you go to Diane, bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y, Diane loves Divi. Because I do. That's the theme I use and I use Elementor in it. I haven't had any problems. I don't use the Divi Builder. I just use, but the Diane Loves Divi will get you the Divi Builder too. Watch Debbie, Debbie Clapper. She's doing it. Amy's doing it. Will is not yet. And Patricia for sure. And if and Naomi's doing it. Man, Naomi's been doing some really good ones. She likes patterns. So Debbie's is all by hand. She's doing Yeti cups. You can do any kind of beverage. I just decided to use, me and Amy both like bubbly water. So we both did, uh, whatever you call that soda water not soda water let me just show you people debbie's is when you you think oh she's just using her computer no um this is if you type in debbie clap look at that al 
G-N-E-U-R-A. It's neural. But look at this. Okay, so this is by hand, people. Isn't that cool? Look, she must have done it on another kind of piece of paper. I can't see your chat, so let me show you another one. This was her first one. Look at that. By hand. All these. The color. I see the chat's going off. Look, you can tell it's not perfect. But that's what I love. But it's by hand. But you don't know it's by hand. It is so amazing. Let me show you um, while we're here. These are Amy's. Oh, look, Amy took these pictures. She dropped food coloring in water and then she made this. Look at that. I was like, hello, that looks like a creative market thing for Amy to do. That's mine. There's Amy's first one. It's like a peel. Isn't that cool? Anyway, I like to see the process. And the other one's an old one of mine. Okay. Oh, pattern love. There you are. Whew. Look at those fun blueberries. Fictional tea. Y'all check out ma'am. Thanks for encouraging me with the power station. And if you have any suggestions on how I can write that better, that'd be great. See y'all later. Here we go. Hey everybody. This is doesn't ugh. I'm trying to not say hey everybody. Here we go again. Trying again. Hey. I see, and then it's too abrupt, I think. Hey, I'm dying. <laughs> I still think it's too abrupt. I like, hey, everybody. Let's just go back to, hey, everybody. You know, it's free at Starbucks. If you bring your cup back, they'll just fill it up with water. Of course, I do have to use the same straw, but who cares? <laughs> uh, I'm really cheap. Every time I like come forward, my shirt changes color. Is it doing that for y'all? It's just random weird. Yeah, it's weird to me. Clearly will not be wearing this uh, shirt again. I just spit on my computer. I know, so I'm just trying to wipe it off. Sorry about that shaky a little bit.